0: Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On the Rock's radio show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. Lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, put on your heels. We have RuPaul's Drag Race, Mayhem Miller is here. We have reality TV producer Woody Woodbeck, who's worked on Queer Eye, Real Housewives of Dallas, and so many more. Oh. Oh, you have to turn that off. (laughs) We're in delay, we're in, it's like Inception. It's a show within a show, for free. (laughs) Uh, We also have my guest co-host, a twisted sister, socialite Jeffrey Denine Jones, part of the Walk of the Stars team in Palm Springs, by the way, and me, your favorite host, with the deepest voice. So raise a glass and let the drinks begin.
1: To propose a toast.
0: This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you live, where I drink with your favorite celebrities as we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and well, that's about it. So pop a cork, lean back, and raise a glass to On the Rocks.
2: Fasten your It's going to be a bumpy
0: night. We had to buy a mop because we're going to spill so much tea around here. Of course, the tea uh, is sweet tea flavored vodka. Actually, I wish. Hello, sweet tea vodkas. Sponsor me. Uh, Buns and bows and pantyhose, this is On The Rocks, the place where we're too glam to give a damn. If you think my social media posts are bad, you should see my life choices. Uh, thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love you, too. Thank you for holding our hair back and driving us home. Drunk texting is literally the only sport I'm good at, for which I've won awards, if you consider community service an award. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, hello to our <laughs> listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, United Broadcasting <laughs> Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Of course, we are on Facebook Live right now on the Trending Now app in San Diego, True FM in Ohio. Hello, Ohio. And on the West Coast on GED Magazine, Gay Entertainment directory, the largest LGBT print and online magazine on the West Coast and nationally on Bear World Magazine. Rawr. Check out my movie news and my celebrity interviews every week, now with video, by the way, on Bear World Magazine. This week I chat about this is great news for drag queens.
2: Ooh.
0: Emma Stone will be playing Corella DeVille as a younger girl in the live action Disney movie. Nicole Kidman is in the final talks to play the villain in this. I mean, come on. Really? And if that is wasn't it, a good is enough. Isn't
3: Corella DeVille usually the villain?
0: Right, but this is her before she becomes the villain, and so Nicole Kidman's gonna be the villain. Can you imagine the costume for this film? It's, I mean, it's just, it, whatever. Um, and if that wasn't good enough, Maleficent 2, the b- poster came out. We know it's coming out October. Gays around the world just peed their pants. So mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's time to pull out some horns again. <laughs> yes, oh, I love when you get horny. Uh, <laughs> this show is brought to you in media partnership with Here TV. Here TV reaches millions of viewers each month as Academy award-winning films in addition to receiving three daytime Emmy Award nominations. Here TV features the largest LGBTQ elemental library featuring hundreds of hours of award-winning movies, series, documentaries, uh, short films with new titles added every week. On the Rocks now appears on Amazon Prime, Facebook Watch, HereTV.com, and HereTV app. Whoop whoop for free. Uh, our website has been updated and looks gorgeous where you can watch us and listen to it all in one place on therocksradioshow.com. Mama Rose is in the chat room on ubmgo.com and Facebook chat room. Ask her your questions. She will answer it. She has watched RuPaul's Drag Race. She has watched Queer Eye and Real Housewives of Dallas. She has been to Palm... Oh, oh she even had yes, a drink with you. She did, man. Yeah. Shell oh, yeah, I had to pour her into bed later,
2: but no, I'll tell you that
0: much. <laughs> uh, uh, keep her busy. Um, and if it's a burning question, she's going to text me and I will answer it on the air. Keep her busy. She's next to a bottle of vodka. I don't need her drunk tweeting Trump. I don't need another visit from immigration again. I'm legal. Uh, Hello to engineer. Kurt, 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 do you have a pun for us? I always have puns for you. Oh, you're so punny. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You look forward to it so much. I I do. You have to give straight people their voice and entertainment. Go ahead, Kurt. (laughs) Uh, What do you
4: call it when you take a picture of your favorite bookshelf?
0: Uh, A shelfie? There you go. Did I get it? Uh, Yes. I never (laughs) get that. Is that really? Wow. That's how bad that must have been because I actually got it. I (laughs) never (laughs) get it. I know. Uh, Oh, poor Kurt. Well... there you go Kurt that's your minute of fame Uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram at OnTheRocksOnAir Facebook OnTheRocksRadioShow send me an email book me for a wedding funeral quinceanera bris dog watching I don't care info at OnTheRocksRadioShow.com I will show up real fast you want to join me on the road St. Patrick's Day is coming up and this Sunday I will serve as your Mexican leprechaun I actually do a really good (laughs) Irish accent by the way I'm on a hair what are you talking about we're going to be drinking all night (laughs) (laughs) Uh. when would I ever be cast as an Irish Mexican though I'm like I've have it on my acting resume, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, never gonna, <laughs> okay, multicultural <laughs> casting." I tell you, uh, I'm gonna be the new lucky, Ch- <gasps> the racially diverse Lucky Serious. Charms guy. Yes.
3: Listen, if Reba McIntyre can do KFC, you yep. definitely can, there right? You go.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm hosting St. Patrick's Day at Barrel Saloon this Sunday, March 17th in Long Beach for Crazy Evening Sounds by DJ Alamon. It's a straight bar, and I'm bringing all you, my gay friends and my street friends, so prepare to be fabulous. You won't need a shamrock to get lucky. I wrote that
4: myself. Whoa.
0: <laughs> uh, March 30th, I will be MC for Cathedral City LGBT Days in the afternoon with Jessica Soto from Pussycat Dolls and Ada Fox from American Love, Idol. Yes. Come out and join. It's free. It's family friendly. Until I hit the stage, uh, go to CathedralCityLGBTDays.com for more information. Thursday, April 27th. Oh, I have to talk to you real fast at the show. I returned to Santa Ana College for their second annual Drag Education, a fun evening of drag history, performances, and question and answers. Tickets are only ten dollars. Sold out. They're huge theater last year for the first ever LGBT event in Santa Ana it's a That's little dicey there wow. yeah 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 That's OC, uh, right? so I buy your you ticket yeah out it's OC before, yeah
3: which is notoriously Republican and
0: not so oh, much baby. so
4: is Santa Ana? Yeah.
0: Sold out their oh, yeah. huge theater. It's like a 500-seat theater for their first ever. They didn't know how it was going to go. Sold out, and it was so much fun. So doing it again. I'm the MC for that. Buy your tickets, um, or sneak backstage and bring me vodka. Um, head to <laughs> www.sac.edu communication for more info. <sighs> Saturday, May 18th, I'm returning to Long Beach Pride's hottest party overboard for my third uh, year. Last year, I co-hosted with Andrew Christian and Real Housewives of Orange County's Peggy Sulayan. This year, I'm hosting with RuPaul's Raja, and adult entertainer of the year, Wesley Woods. Go to overboard lbc.com to get your early bird tickets last announcement i i, I promise oh hello oh my god he is this cute is my friend. wow this is john all of us that's just awesome. like, uh, that's my cool. friend yeah. <laughs> Yo, wait now. my friend you better liquor him huh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> does everyone see what's happening you guys if you're listening audio only you need to you need to watch the video on those. Uh-huh.
3: oh my god maybe just up on her side. yeah
0: <laughs> I, I hope that's that. happening <laughs> All right, you guys, final opportunity, um, and I'm, I'm announcing this early enough so that you can make your travel plans. Gay Wine Weekend is a three-day <clears throat> celebration of food, wine, and the ambiance of wine country for our LGBTQ community and friends. People from all over the nation come to this event. Winemaker dinners, winery tours, along with a drag queen brunch that I am emceeing, uh, and wine auction and signature event of the weekend, the Twilight Tea Dance, held at the iconic Chateau saint Jean Winery. I feel like that'd be fancy when I say that. It's probably St. Jean, but St. Jean. Join (laughs) us in Sonoma for Gay Weekend, uh, July 18th through the 21st. If this is your vacation, do it. It's a lot of fun. Gaywineweekend.com, and you'll see me. Uh, Okay, let me introduce my bestie for tonight, who drove all the way in from Palm Springs to spread his fabulosity probably more. Uh, (laughs) Jeff Janine Jones, born and raised outside of Detroit. What is outside of Detroit, by the way? That's where he's from. Oh, uh, then I'm moving (laughs) there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeff, after being bullied in his youth, he is not afraid to throw down, at least verbally. Uh, He moved to LA in 2001, an aspiring musician, producer, songwriter, who became an out-of-work Musician, producer, songwriter. His life changed drastically when he moved to Palm Springs, worked for Desert AIDS Project for seven years, which opened up his whole career to community service and nonprofit work. Also, helped him with his HIV status and identity. Today, he fabulously manages the Walk of the Stars in the city of Palm Springs through the Palm Springs Chamber of Commerce, and it's official. The magazine came out, and it looks glossy and beautiful. Yes. Yes. We already played Kiss, Mary, Kill. I won't tell you <laughs> who made that. Uh, uh,
3: I'm um, dying to
0: know. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to tell you off the air because he wants to keep his shot. <laughs> um, he also works for Palm Springs Pride uh, with their branding and social media. Currently serves on the board of uh, HIV and Aging Research Project to help steer their new media outreach. He is a socialite in all terms of the word, making his On The Rocks debut. Please welcome Jeff Janine Jones. Wow, thank you. Hey, girl. You and I have spent so much time in Palm Springs yes. drinking. Sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. Sometimes <laughs> I have an apology text to you. Sometimes I don't.
3: We've all been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ted,
0: I haven't. Oh, it's 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 good. Our time will come.
3: Oh.
5: You will get the Alexander <laughs> apology <laughs> if, if text. If You have not had a messy uh, <laughs> Sunday in Palm Springs with me. You have not lived yet. Oh. That's We true. need to figure out when That's you're going to say there next. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. could be the every trifecta. First Sunday I'm in Palm Springs. Are you really? Where do you stay? Wherever I could find a warm bed. No, okay,
0: Danny, <laughs> this is for you. I'm going to make sure this happens. Yes. Uh, this is actually a perfect segue. Um... Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Uh, a big thank you to one of our, <laughs> <laughs> our sponsors for tonight, uh, the Vista Grande Resort. Yes. Where
4: where's their little thing? Is that uh, a late, naked a naked wait, resort? That's yeah, a, that's
0: one. Yeah. It's resort. an oasis oh, sorry, in functional. the oasis of Palm Springs. 29 rooms <laughs> over an acre of land with rooms ranging from 250 square feet to the luxurious little apartment I stay when I visit. With two pools, a lagoon, and a waterfall. Breakfast, lunch, and dinners provided.
3: I love getting well. And there's optional. even a
0: steam room. You can't get much better. Go to vistagrandaresort.com and book your stay. Mm
2: -mm 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 -mm. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're going to yes. arrange that. Let's do that. So the first Sunday, been. you're in Palm Springs?
0: Yes.
4: John's never been in Palm Springs. He's like,
3: what? Oh, oh I have a place for you to stay. <laughs> we're not talking about your bedroom girl. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's good to know. Palm Springs has literally become like the mini LA, but you can actually rest, and you yes. can actually eat carbs in public. Like, it's yeah. perfect. And you can go, go to, to Hunter's and you. get drunk yeah. $2.75 yeah. for a well drink Ooh. at 10.30 and a.m. And then show
4: up at Score Bar at 6 a.m. No, that's...
0: That's only if you don't have only all your for teeth. People, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where the, well, the that's toothless why people you go. Well, drink at 6am. I've no actually teeth. never been there. It's a score. Don't. Yeah. Uh, a oh, score is. Let's just say A&E's Intervention. uh, I want you to work on that show, by the way, because I'm obsessed. Uh, A&E's Intervention could just have ten seasons at that place. (laughs) Score? (laughs) Anyway, no offense. Um, So I had no idea that you had this whole uh, aspiration in music, and then you play piano and you songwrite.
4: I do. I do.
0: And your whole vibe, which I love, you're so like 80s and early 90s vibe in everything you do.
5: That's my shit. I can't say that. No, no, no you, you can. can.
0: It's just <laughs> not like, yes. You just, okay. It's, just don't make it no like no a limerick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: but I really love you. You know, we're going to talk about social media and how important that is to our business. The four of us couldn't be any more different from what we do on a daily basis from our walks of life where we came from. But social media is so important. Yes. You have grasped social media by the hand. You've learned how to do your own like edits, time lapse, saturated mm-hmm. colors. That's amazing.
4: Thank you. I, yeah, it's just been a work in progress for probably like, what now, 10 years that Facebook has been around, and uh, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, you know, Snapchat's a lot of fun. I don't know if people still do I Snapchat. Think,
0: but I never did Snapchat, and I heard it's a good place to like, look at nudes, but I'm like, I, I have, I I have the internet Snapchat for that. For that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you used to be a go-go boy, right?
5: How'd you know that? Oh,
3: girl. Research. She does her research. Yep. Oh mm-hmm. my god. <laughs> right? Wait a minute. Look at I the did, notes. I've known you for 10 years, and I did These not know These are the notes that. on
4: you right here. Oh just- my
0: god, that's it? <laughs> That's a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, but from go boy to drag queen to superstar. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Now, a lot of our listeners are in entertainment and a lot of people come to LA uh, with dreams of being entertainment, whether it's a musician, an actor, mm-hmm. uh, what have you, drag queen. Um, what were some of the biggest
4: mm-hmm. obstacles you had? Because you came from Chicago, right? Yeah, so I, I was, everybody's out here, well, this is generalizing, but everybody came out here really kind of doing the same thing, right? So it wasn't quite as easy. I was really naive really green coming out here, and thinking, you know, I know how to make music, I know how to produce, and I'm the only one, right? And there were thousands and thousands of other people doing the same thing. Uh, Maybe, um, you know, not exactly doing exactly what I'm doing, but going for those opportunities and, you know, selling themselves and really being ambitious, and I didn't really have that ambition. So I was kind of pushed off to the side. At least you
0: were honest about it. You know, we have a lot of people, uh, our friends that come, and it's like, oh, what happened to them? They don't want to work hard enough. And we all know Mm -hmm. you have to work 24-7 to make this work. You really have to
4: sell yourself 24 When you think
0: you're done, or you have to email 10 places to get maybe one gig. You cannot be shy. Every day. Right? Yeah. 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 So I'm glad you said that. Some people just, just don't can't work hard enough, because maybe it's not the real passion. Right. Um, that's, yeah. you, you mean Bradley Cooper didn't find you at a bar and then like make <laughs> you into a superstar?
4: No. Mm. Is that still yeah. possible? Uh. They're re-releasing it. It's might be, what? actually. Really? Takes I mean, just I'm, that one you know. person. In a room <laughs> In of 100, <laughs> there's that one person.
0: Melania Trump is like, why was it me? <laughs>
4: <laughs> but you know, on reality
0: TV, like on American Idol, even uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, you know, when that sad piano music starts to come, it's like, oh, we're going to hear a story that they only had one leg and they hopped onto stage and became a star. Because that's what reality TV does. That's it gives a niche. false impression that, yeah, you can, you can come to LA and it can happen to you, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, well, you, you if see. anybody would know, I would know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is this is what I always, I was just talking about this in the lobby. I think the thing is, is that people have this notion of LA, and they're going to come here and be a star. Yeah. I always, tell, every time one of my friends want to move here, I'm like don't mm-hmm. because the thing about la people is they rest on their laurels mm-hmm. like they're not ready they're they do not understand or their looks. The, they the, think since they correct. have a million followers on instagram they're 100 they don't understand the hustle they don't understand what it is where i'm in new york and my friends in new york make me sweat and i have like three jobs <laughs> new york is like for new real. york like they they get it they understand they want they have places to go things to do i want to make money and and i have to support myself where people in la <laughs> are like don't worry about it, girl. We'll get to it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We're like it, it. Just they don't understand the grind. That's why I always said that I felt like I did well when I moved here from New York because I kind of you were ahead of the game already. Correct. Well, right.
0: and in LA, when you say you're going to be there at two, you show up at two thirty, two forty, and then yeah, people are like, no. eh, "It's okay." <laughs> people want to audition that way or whatever, Drag but queen it's like, time. yeah, <laughs> right? right, or Latino time, right? right? Um, or Would you she? say, "Oh, I'm going to go to that party. I'll see you there." And of course, you have no intention of going, but you're
3: like, "Oh, you know, I'm going to say that." Would I'm you going. say
4: the stereotype of New York is true—that it's hard, it's much harder—and well, I think to, it's
3: it's more cutthroat, yeah, and but it's also more respectable to me, right? I don't have a lot of respect, no offense, to my a lot of my L.A. friends because they don't how get it. How dare I, you, I'm sir? Not talking about, I'm not talking about the people in this room. Danielle Laura um, says, how
0: dare you, sir? Dar- Daniel Laura yeah. says, hi, ma'am. And, and, yeah. I'm just kidding. You didn't yeah. say, how dare exactly. you.
3: <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm saying, honestly, like I just don't think people that are from here really get what the the blood of East Coast have. Now, you are from here. Yes, th- I am. Correct. So like I uh, have a much different respect for you because you get the hustle. Absolutely. I just did a show for BET called Hustle in Brooklyn, right. and, I, and I studied people for four months uh, who are up on the grind and getting it. And, I res- and these were people that were 10 years younger than me, and I still understood the grind and what it is. But there becomes a time where we as professionals realize that we can't sit on our butts – and expect everything to come yeah. to us.
0: Well, I think more than, like, I do understand there is a difference between New York and L.A. There's, like, a vibe that you can feel. Um, and I know you're from Riverside. There's it's, even that divide. People in Riverside 100%. make it work. If you have to make yeah. a dress <laughs> out of a garbage bag, then you make it work, right? And you Absolutely. win a challenge. Um, <laughs> but, um, and, like, auditioning year after year for RuPaul's Drag Race, when you've seen your sisters hit the show, and you're like, okay, to keep going at it, that takes a certain energy and a certain foundation that that's the passion and that's the actual
4: talent is is the perseverance cuz do you learn that determination in riverside just um. to keep going keep going keep going that would, work
5: ethic. I would say, like, when you're not solely in the city of L.A., you're on the outskirts, mm-hmm. you want to, you have to, just like anyone else that moves yeah. here, you have to get to the city and make a name for yourself. Yeah. So, honey, I was in that car every night of the week getting out to the nightclubs like, and hustling. And and, <laughs> and, yeah. and working for free. And, and many working of those for years. free for years. For free. And a lot of new girls these days don't get that. They no. think oh especially with social media and how drag race has blown up across the world that you could just throw on drag for the first time and be doing it for six months and you could be famous all of a sudden i'm like oh no 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 i've been doing this for 17 years and it took this long for me to get my shot i'm like we were we were going from like my hustle is from riverside to san diego to la to palm springs to orange county every night of the week and covering all of southern california Mm Just to get a name for myself that Mm -hmm. has grown over the years. So uh, it's a lot different, you know, for girls that are coming into it now, opposed to girls who are seasoned.
4: There are some people like Rusty, rusty Waters who yes. will go to Riverside to Palm Street but in that's, the same night. That's an oh,
0: old-fashioned yes. entertainer, though, an entertainer who understands Truly. that. Yeah. I mean, we've even seen it on, on Drag Race. People think that because they have a beautiful gown and they have a pretty face that they can just do this and then yeah. win <laughs> or not be made fun of after. Like
3: some of the new contestants?
0: Yeah. Or if they uh, do or if they do a musical live on Fox, um know. Yeah.
3: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh,
0: dear god. Mayhem can I just tell you something? And I do not blow smoke <laughs> up my guest ass. <gasps> you, you are so gorgeous. Like you're like this close in front. you know like we see Mayhem it's and so the funny. pictures and we're like oh wow, she pretty, she yeah. beautiful. Oh, you no. are gorgeous, stunning. 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 I have to say. No, stunning. I, I ever I did. see
3: the picture in, of her next to Mariah Carey, like I can't. Like uh, one was like performing and the other one's like yeah, the, no, no, stop this. it! Don't talk no, about I'm Mariah not. like that. I it's... didn't give a name, did I? You went there. Uh, <laughs> no, boom. bitch! I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um,
0: uh, so, Jeff, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit because you're going to help me co-host tonight. Um, we actually found from the Uncovered Vaults um, you actually wrote a song, <laughs> oh. Oh, sh- and you Ooh. wrote it um, like in the '80s, or it's like it's like a 1988 Don't song. Don't like Whoa!
2: He was a baby. What's he was a child so prodigy.
0: Happened? Let's just play a little, and then you like recently this. You taught yourself at edit and this is just this is a cute oh edit. God, I love everything. you guys this sounds like the Pet Shop Boys oh uh like did one of them. Did you about this? I did
4: not. No I, I love the surprise. Kurt no.
0: listen this I is, is. this is so I love the sound of the vibe. They're giving me a little David Bowie vibe. Yes. Oh, Bowie. It's like labyrinth a little bit. Yeah I like yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Never in the story. story. <laughs> yes.
3: I mean, I you do, you do very well right? with the beer. Come, Come on, on trade. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he does well with the
0: beer. Yeah. I just. But you it. wrote I this, right? Did. Yeah. I, did. I did. Yeah. High, I school. Did. I wrote on, I did. high school. I wrote Come this. on, this. railroad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
0: wow. I feel like River Phoenix and uh, Keanu Reeves are gonna like, you know, like, yeah, my my friend
4: My best friend shot that. <laughs> this is like a John Hughes that's film that's right so here. <laughs> this yeah, is the still end still of a John, like John Hughes, Hughes film.
0: Is this Breakfast yes. No? 2.0? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the melody. You guys, the full thing is is, is on YouTube. But I just had to say, I you know. I love it. I love it, Jeff. Thank you. Um, I also know you're working uh, with the Walk of the Stars in Palm Springs, which yes. I have I have walked across, I've taken mm-hmm. pictures with, I've thrown up on. Um,
3: <laughs> I think I have to. I think that makes three of us. Oh my god.
0: Are you guys ever careful? You're like, no, I can't do it on that one. That one. God no. forbid it should be on Lisa Vanderpump, she'll be shot dead <laughs> in the next day. you oh like, my like, This yeah. one's okay. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Um,
0: how did you get involved with a like, Walk of Stars? Because I know that you left Desert Aid's project, mm-hmm. and this is this is kind of like uh, I know you love entertainment, but this is like a whole different. Direction in terms of serving the, the community. Yeah,
4: it's uh, it's closer to what I really want to be doing because it's more, you know it's more hope, uh, high profile. It's it's uh, being social. It's getting involved with something that is kind of fun, kind of light. Because I've been doing HIV service for seven years plus another couple of years, and so that you know that can be kind of taxing. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's not. There's good things going on in, in that world, but I mean, I was you know looking for something a little bit different. So the opportunity came up with the chamber, and the chamber actually just took over the contract uh, from the predecessor for the city, and it just the timing worked out, and I love it. It's it's going to be. Amazing.
0: What what I love is that, you know, Palm Springs, it's such a mix of, like, old Hollywood. Like, Mm -hmm. we see some of the old, like, Carol Cook is going to be getting her star on there. I mean, that's, like, yeah, Yeah. that's old school. But then you have, like, Lisa Vanderpump. You have Ross Matthews.
4: Speaking of John Hughes, Carol Carol Cook was in uh, Sixteen Candles.
0: Uh, And we had John Dooley. What character?
4: She was the grandma. She was Molly Ringwald's grandmother that felt her up. Holy yes. crap. I didn't even realize
3: I was the same actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And from wow. 16 Candles we had
0: Paul Paul Dooley was on the show. He's played everybody's dad really? in the yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to do that Golden Girls spin-off that didn't quite go well. Well. Yeah. <coughs> <There's, laughs> <your> uh, <laughs> so, how does one get their star? Okay. Come on, Mahim. Um, let's 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 figure this I out. Well, a
4: couple of ways. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> one you, day, another Emmy. If, if day. you yourself have the money, you can, you know, nominate yourself. I guess, oh right? That's not fair. Right. Right. But we're glad some people have not made What results.
0: is that? Felicity Huffman? Did she buy her own star?
4: Ooh. Yeah. We, heard
3: we heard about several of them, apparently.
4: <laughs> yeah, was... yeah, right. Girl, um, she
3: got arrested by the way. Yes. Yeah, How do you I arrest Felicity They turned themselves into Fraud She was actually at College the show credits. the other night. She was? Yeah,
5: She came to Mickey's and watched the show the other night. Really? And, but we weren't allowed to like say she was there, so I kept just like glancing at her. I'm like, she's like somebody you want to hang fall. out with, though. Like, doesn't she? Well, no, she's now a, she's, just well, now, I she's just a camp- jailbird. No, Don't she's got your back. If, Like, no,
0: I want her on my side. No, she'll you. be like, I'll bail you out of jail.
4: Yeah, she's been busted, though. You're I right. mean,
3: somebody made. Her I'll, I'll say this: somebody made a really good point on my Facebook today that, like, donors have been doing this for years. So, oh, yeah. like, yes. what is the difference? And I, I, I said, I felt very I, strongly about this. I defended. A tiny bit because donors are usually legacy, so it's like family <laughs> right. through lineage, like where. Generations, generations. The reason that they're donors is because family members have already gone there. Yeah. They've already donated. And we know their kids are probably idiots, like we already yeah. assume. Yeah. Correct. So <laughs> that's why I felt like it was a little different because this was secretive, whereas but it was donors fraud. donate money, exactly. fake exactly. scores, photoshopped. Right. I mean,
0: that is some real Hollywood yeah. action. And that's from people
4: that really do have correct right. those things going for them.
3: Well, I especially
0: mean. as a minority, I was offered a scholarship to UCLA and USC. That would have been a spot there that yeah. somebody else would yeah. have taken because right. they were rich enough no if you right. have the brains rich and the ability and that's what it is yeah. just like drag you need to perform on all levels yeah. you did a quote it's like you know entering to a drag race you're gonna have to be funny at some point you're gonna have to sew your own outfits mm-hmm. at some point you're gonna have to have that lip sync on yeah. point yep. at some point because guess Walk what the that's talk. the ability yeah. to make you a yeah.
4: superstar yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Lord. great to know that that's still a thing you know you really have to bring it you know, you have to I have still don't time. know why
0: you. That was your uh, last episode. Let's not discuss. I know. I know. Because we
5: could be uh, here
3: uh, all day. We take another hour. Chocolate? No, uh, no. I'll, I'll take, I'll think I'll I'll take a, a dozen knockout. of
0: those. <laughs> um,
4: okay, so to get you, you can nominate yourself. You can nominate yourself, yeah. um, or you know somebody could nominate you. So uh, then it goes through a nominating process. There's a selection committee. If you get through that, um, then you're really kind of free to go. The city really just kind of does a final, you know, approval. Yeah. To make Do you sure get you to know. like
3: pick where it is?
4: Uh, I work with them. I work with them on that. I try to find a perfect location. Bribe this one. <laughs> I try to find the perfect location. You know, yeah, yeah. So I well, want mine in front of like Chill Bar. <laughs> But you know what? We could do that. Okay, there are probably,
0: no and <laughs> everybody can walk that. over yeah. me, not just over my ex-boyfriends. I want my,
3: I want in mine oh, yeah. in like one of those convenience stores. What is it like, eighty-seven? That's down there. Like, what what is the? Com- is it well, not Seven Eleven? They used to have the Circle like K. Circle the K. Circle the K. Yeah, yeah, You got away with it. Yeah, because
0: there was more meth being sold than anything else. True story.
3: I don't want. that's from a wheelchair. Yeah. Oh my God! What? That's yeah, hysterical. Veterans.
2: Yeah.
0: That, yeah, that, that sounds absolutely. like a Netflix show or a nonprofit. Meth from a wheelchair. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> we that really want you, you to get better. Yeah, Really, really. Okay. like. Thank you, Kurt. Yeah. If the straight guy likes my joke, I know it's <laughs> not bad. <appreciate> it.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: he has no clue what's going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> no oh God, he's so cute. Boop, boop. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 Where can people find out more about the work you're doing with the chamber? And people can, can go to the, the star
4: dedication. They can walk over a star. They can walk right up to a star. Um, go to uh, pschamber.org. That's the Palm Springs uh, Chamber's website. Also, you can go to walkofthestars.com. So, and we're gonna have a new app. So the app is being developed right now by awesome. Folks uh, Media Media One or Media Media Mind that does. Uh, the Hollywood block of fans. Awesome. So okay. Those That's folks great. are doing our app. So you got to have an app. Well, Congratulations. I love
0: I love gotta everything that you're doing for um, uh, for the city of Palm Springs and 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 pride because you know Palm Springs has been a sleepy town and it's an older generation. Yeah. Social media is not their best. You know, when I do events out there, and you probably know, mm-hmm. graphics are not always the best. It's, true. it's like, who put that together? That's my kindergarten picture. Um, but, yeah, but bringing social media, and it's really bringing the generations together. Mm-hmm. And what I do love about Palm Springs is you can go to the bar, or you can walk down the street, you can have a conversation yes. with somebody you would never have a conversation with yes. ever in West Hollywood or L.A., right. and uh, it, it works. I think people are happy to be there.
4: They move there. It really they is. They want to be there, yeah. and it shows. So yeah. It's reflected in there. Well, Jeff, you're
0: going to help me interview yes. these fabulous queens. Let me formally introduce uh, our guest for tonight. <laughs> Guess who finally decided to crash the party. Zou, da, da, da. Mayhem Miller, not to be confused by the boxer Mayhem Miller. Google doesn't even know what to do when you put that I in. Yes. By yes.
5: It's hilarious cuz I get not, it all the time. People I'm are sure. like, "You're not Mayhem Miller." And I'm like, "Actually, do you know you could be, I no. could be. I could be." But he does know who I am. We have we have oh. corresponded a few times. There
0: has to be some music video that you guys do together. I yeah. mean there has I to told be him
5: I want to just go out and have beers with him because he's totally. crazy as fuck just like me. Mayhem, yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, yeah. And and
0: like and before you got into drag you were kind of like you were like you're a little I, You're a Boy that's, yeah. that's how I got Even my
5: name. Even before was me. Boy. I was a troublemaker You got I'm your like, name From Tommy really?
0: Lee's That too Another Regent
5: Well because it's so big And
0: beautiful I was like I take See big is beautiful Com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh To watch Mayhem Is to both Be alive and dead And she will bless and slay her way to your anxiously beating heart. And other body parts. (laughs) Uh, With her talon, she will pluck you from the mundane and gift you with a purpose of being. She is the show, and the show is she. Mayhem. (laughs) Hailing from the jewel of the Inland Empire, nothing has ever been called the jewel of the Inland Empire. Mm. Riverside!
3: is so now. I
0: saw a production of Evita in Riverside by the way. It was good. Wait, what? I saw a production of Evita in Riverside, and it was really Really? good. It was like the San Bernardino. Oh. cultural art. it was yes. really good yes they do have a lot uh, of
2: good shows there
0: Mayhem Miller uh, aka Daquan Johnson has proven herself to be a paragon of what the Southern California drag scene has come to produce she has performed and worked her way through the last 16 years of broom closet dressing rooms hours long traffic jams to serve you a polished product that is truly unique and multifaceted she has produced her own shows in LA Riverside Palm Springs San Diego Ooh. from her home bar of VIP in Riverside in the United States to Oz Nightclub in Adelaide Australia noise! nice, very nice. nice. Mayhem has persevered, not just within the nightlife drag circuits, but in elevating her performances to the next level. And elevating those around her, by the way, I might add. You can now find sure. her at the Laugh Factory in Los Angeles and on Netflix and Cherry Pop. She has worked in outreach for UC Riverside and interviewed for Huffington Post and BuzzFeed. She has been featured in photography books and walked down scores of runways, including our favorite Marco Marco. Uh, yes. Um... Uh, She appeared in RuPaul's Drag Race Season (laughs) 10 and RuPaul's Drag Race Hollisley Spectacular... I have to be honest. That was a little difficult to watch, except for you. Uh, she oh, also, it, it was. I was like, "Oh God, Ross." Uh, she also <laughs> appeared in lifting battle with Miss Needy League, so we love us on Miss Needy yes. League. Appeared with uh, Rida Aura in Germany's Next Top Model, and will appear in Iggy Azalea's upcoming single "Sally Walker." And of course, she lives on in meme history. And look what a handsome boy she is. Aww, thank well, you. I love this picture, by the way. This is like your CD cover. But but just like Christian ballads, Christian ballads (laughs) is all this. Let's (laughs) make you a little Christian singer at one point. I know. Well, and then you got sent to conversion therapy. But but we're going to talk about that. (laughs) Welcome, (laughs) Mayhem Miller. Hey,
2: hi.
0: Also joining us, Woody Woodbeck, resides in L.A., but is originally from upstate New York, which we know, because he won't stop telling us, he must be vegan, too. Uh, He started out in radio journalism at a young age, but migrated to producing TV 12 years after moving to California. He's a reality TV TV producer, is part of the Emmy Award-winning team for Netflix hit series Queer Eye, which we love. Mm -hmm. His lengthy resume includes shows such as BET's Hustle in Brooklyn, VH1's Beauty Bar, and Bravo's Real Housewives of Dallas, Real Housewives of Potomac, and Southern Charm New Orleans just to name a few. He's also an LGBTQ activist and an outspoken political junkie who has volunteered for several presidential campaigns and was part of a President Obama's Leadership Council. Yay, Welcome yeah. Woody. Thank, thank, you, thank you. Thank you. And he likes Mariah Carey.
2: I do. Oh, oh, oh. We both love like <laughs>
0: love Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey. You don't understand. No, I don't Mar- understand.
2: Mariah. <laughs> oh my god! Don't
0: be shady. If I did the show, like Mariah, I'd be like, "Can you guys introduce yourself uh, and your you I haven't know.
3: seen her in the past year. No, I'm I'm just I'm kidding. Anything.
0: Mariah was a uh, uh, a performer before the other performers hit the scene. Correct. She did lay down the foundation. I'm I'm just teasing. Yes, she's for the, most the voice of, right. of a generation. She is the voice. That's right. She's the uh, eight octaves or twelve well, octaves of a generation the same for
4: every dog generation too. Yeah. Like yes, rude, yes, you know? like, yes. No, I'm like. In all due respect. No, her yeah.
0: tones. When I, Before I came out, I pretended I had a crush on Mariah. And my mom was like, oh, Mariah's your girl. my am like, <laughs> <Yes.
2: laughs> <laughs>
0: like, someday I'm going to come out.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. We're
0: going to get to so many fun stories uh, for each of your careers and, and everything. But I, I just want to know, we're making huge strides in uh, the LGBT presence in the entertainment industry. Do you guys think it's too much now? Are we oversaturated? Are we sacrificing quality just to
3: be seen on TV? Oh, my God. No way. Well, I, I, oh, I, I love this. I love this reaction. I don't, I don't believe that in any way, shape, or form because I think that um, uh, 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 being visual and being present in every form of culture is very important. Mm-hmm. I think um, I was just talking about this today because... I use the form of Colin Kaepernick in a lot of ways. Uh, I talk about being a white male, understanding what white privilege is. I understand that in a lot of ways that um, makes me very susceptible to my white friends who don't understand what white privilege is. Can you understand it as a white man? 100%, absolutely. Can you empathize is, or can you understand? No, I both, 100%. Hmm. I, I think that for me, because a lot if you look at my resume not that i'm going to spit it off but if you look at my resume most of the shows that i do are with blackcast and i do well with them because i relate to them in some way even though it's not the same regard with fighting for lgbt rights i still understand their plight in some way I would say,
0: as a Latino man, if somebody
3: says, Oh, but I hang out with the Latino
0: community,
4: I'm so in, which would it's probably make you more Latino. I can't even speak right. Spanish. But, Can you but really understand what racism is like, though? Because I can't. I'd, I 100% i am not that's saying. That's the problem. I'm not, with I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying. It's unfortunate. That. You guys, show, I was like, Let's do an easy question and no, like no, no, move no. in. I'm, I,
3: not, I'm not saying that in any way, I, shape, or form. What I'm saying is, I understand, mm-hmm. and I understand the privilege that I have from mm-hmm. my skin color. Right. And it's good which to means I will aware. support yeah. and yes. I will vocalize mm-hmm. my support right. for the black community in every way, shape, or form I have the opportunity to. Thank
0: Malachi Rayball says, love you May Riverside in the house. Yes. Thank you Malachi. <gasps> now Mayhem, your reaction was a little bit different. <sighs> and just bring it. This is what I love about this show. See,
5: do I think there's oversaturation? Um, I guess it depends in what realm. Okay, so we hear somebody's doing a gay web series, and we all go, ah,
0: "Another gay web series that's probably poorly lit, poorly written, whatever." <laughs> or there's another gay actor who has a major role, and we're like, "Oh God, I can't act." Right. Uh, that was my biggest problem with Pose, and I got so much hate email for this. You know what I love, Mayhem, is that you also get hate email from some of the statements that you that you make. Oh yeah. But it's like this is who we are, and we're not. We're not. Obviously, we're not racist, we're not homophobic, we're not, so get that out of your head, but we say our opinion. Um, Pose had some of the worst acting I've ever seen on a major network, and it was so (laughs) uneven, right? But if I say that, then, oh, I'm transphobic. I got in trouble
5: for saying something like that. So, okay. And but
0: why should we call each other honest?
5: I, 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 for me, I was like, okay, look, you know, yeah, I, I say I'm an actor, but am I really an actor? I saw you in Cherry Pop Girl. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah. act when you get on stage, you know. Yeah. But I was like, okay, this is uh, some of this acting is not great. But we're we're just because it's there. We're, we're are we supposed to be like, oh my god, this is so great? And I'm like, no, it's not actually. And I'm like, Thank there's probably, and then that's when like when people get mad when they when they say, okay, well. This straight actor is playing a gay part. Mm-hmm. This is not right. This is not fair. I'm like an actor is an actor. Right. Who can bring it that's and what do it? Is. And that's do it. An <laughs> Jamie yeah.
0: Foxx played Ray Child. Should we only have blind black men that and would have played exactly. that role? And
4: that's really how you can rate them. That's the metric of how good they are. Right? How believable are they? And, exactly. and the story is still that being that told, not. by the way. Yeah. Whether
5: I'm like I'm happy that the stories are being told. Right. I'm happy for the visibility. Yeah. But if the quality mm-hmm. is is gonna be
4: it's going to turn people off. I'm like, and that's not helpful.
5: I'm like, come on, yeah. no, 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 we could find some other people. <laughs> Literally, tons. Thank yeah. you. And you know, I have a problem
0: with the Will and Grace reboot, um, That is, it's so much. It's like, well, I want to like focus more on them, Not, you don't have to sell every funny line, like wink, wink yeah. at the camera, or I don't need 20 Trump jokes in an right. episode. Like, it really Our community cool. knows what's going on. We don't yeah. need to make uh, cheap jokes. So
3: well, I'm Confused because wasn't that exactly what the first version of the show was?
0: You have to realize I was not a fan of the first version, it, and it, until it was like to the last uh, like three seasons, because then it it it, it got comfortable. It's like yeah. we're a show about people and friends, right? Rather than gay, gay, gay. Yeah,
4: and they really they would make fun of people. They would really kind of go for people. And my I get they were
3: I, I guess my disagreement of the I point love this by the what way. What you're, what, you say one of right the shows like yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, my right. my point is is that. <clears throat> <clears throat> visibility mm-hmm. is what we need. True. In every capacity. But good visibility. And, 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 yeah. But, but your good visibility doesn't mean it's the same as my good visibility. But you have to be able because to it. Because maybe because I was called the F word growing up in upstate New York where I didn't have much visibility. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Queer Eye, the original, and I looked at Will and Grace, and I looked at the first season of Project Runway where I had Jay, the overweight guy that... Who was an amazing fashion you know, designer? Who yeah, won that yeah, season? Yeah. Who I completely related with on every level, even before I even knew it, but is they were is different. On a stellar level. I'm they saying were I'm saying that that is what we've been fighting for on a personal level, mm-hmm. just with marriage equality and all that jazz, and 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 uh, don't ask, don't tell, mm-hmm. and all that. Like, why should entertainment be any different? Don't we want a w- even if we don't relate to it? Don't we want and some and that's the one thing that I love about dragways. You could watch and there's one contestant that somehow speaks to you in some way that maybe understands who you were and how you were born and how you were raised yeah. and what you grew up with and the surroundings you were survived you survived that makes the show so great.
0: And I do love that. I love the fact that uh, that Drag Race is now on VH1, which was predominantly uh, a hip-hop mm-hmm. uh, a channel, that we know that that's a community that doesn't always respond to LGBT yeah. and, and to drag. And I'm sure you right. can speak to that with your own family uh, s- situation. And I'm glad for that. But then the show, now I'm like okay, like, are we just about beautiful outfits now? Or are we actually about the talent? Or are we overselling some of the sad storylines? If I hear or see Eureka cry one more goddamn time... It, it ruins some of the actuality, which I love about Queer which I, I, I love that you were a part of that show. That is some sincere stuff. Yeah. And I love that the focus, we, we love the guys in Queer Of course we do. Mm-hmm. They've got personality. Mm-hmm. They're talented. They all bring something different. But, yeah. but mm-hmm. every episode is really about the storylines of yeah. who the story is
3: about. Can and I that's tell I love. Can I tell you a story? When Please we were do. Fi- when we were filming that show, obviously it was a huge full circle moment for me, like Oprah would say, because that was the show that helped me come out. 15, 16 years ago now. And I remember we were filming, we filmed season one, season two, back to back in Atlanta. And I remember being at lunch, and I remember looking at my boss going, oh God, please don't let the gays hate it. Please don't let the gays hate it. Because I was, I felt the heart of the show, and I'm a super emotional, like, sensitive guy, so I was like, please, In reality honey,
0: TV, how, how do you survive? I mean, listen, when
3: I'm <laughs> getting crushing. a check, I'm getting a check, honey. But then, you know, <laughs> I mean, <that> you, <laughs> gotta gotta check, you gotta to check the, guy. the door, yeah, exactly. But ultimately, with Queer, I, like, I felt like I was very scared because I know how judgmental the LGBTQ community can be, and I was mm-hmm. like, holy crap, please don't hate the show, please don't hate the show. And then when the show came out, and we felt the love and support, and like the notoriety of everything that we thought. I think, and my bosses thought the show would be, and the cast thought the show would be, came
4: through. Does Netflix we were give you more like, freedom to?
3: Well, I mean, I'm low man on the totem pole, to be honest. But like my bosses, like they knew that going into the show, we were going to be able. To, if you watch the first round of the show. The, the, the first round of the show was very the Fab Five were like over the top right, yeah, right. and you never really knew anything about them whereas like we had the opportunity which with in some digital. in some instances was probably a good thing probably but with the new cast they were so level uh, uh, layered and dynamic that we were able to kind of shine through with their personality and
0: that's what I love they weren't trying to play the gay guys on a the show they were they were just them a part of it. right which which is some of the sincerity I wish we saw in that's what I'm talking about the oversaturations always like gay 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 that no we want to see you as a person the authenticity
5: you know I want to be authentic I want to be truthful I want the stories to be real I don't want it to be something forced in a caricature of what you think everyone wants to see because I think that's the confusion that a lot of people think when it comes to reality television and LGBT representation is that it has to be this big old, like, yeah, yeah. And what's real about that? And, and really? like, right. no, one, no one relates to that. right
0: Because you have executives that are like, okay, let's look at numbers, let's look, look, look. What, like, a white man executive, and whatever, uh, thinks of what the mass wants. Um, and this is what I love also, is you and I have the same opinion of RuPaul's Drag Race, when it comes to the finale in terms of gimmicks, and like, what sells <sighs> Anytime a queen does a death drop, or rips their drag off, Baby. they win. You you gave a quote, um, and I want you to talk about that as to, like, your final uh, lip sync. And we know that you lip synced a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, celebrity Skin Lip Sync was one of my, my absolute favorites. <gasps> and Courtney which, and Love I used to hang out, by the way.
5: Which <laughs> still gets on my nerves that it did not make, for our reunion, it yeah. did not make the list of best lip syncs for the season. Because, and I'm not saying because it was me. But I'm saying, just the lip sync itself was one of the best of the season.
0: And talk about a song that doesn't fit really into that genre. It wasn't bubblegum pop, like yeah, bah, no. bah, bah, bah.
5: This was a rock song, yeah. and I and the thing was, wh- I was so happy that I was at the bottom that week because I was like, this is an opportunity for me to show the world and the judges that mayhem is not what you think mayhem is. I am a true entertainer, and I know what to do, and I know how to do everything. Because a true entertainer, a true drag queen, has uh versatility, and has variety and is well rounded and well versed in the art of drag. So I was like, Oh honey, bring that rock song, honey, because the thing is I love Courtney Love and I yeah. and I'm a nineties child. Yeah. So I'm all down for uh all the alternative music from the nineties. Let's do this. Especially
0: Courtney, are and you kidding?
5: I so yeah, I, I was excited to do that lip sync and um, you know, when it came to my last lip sync, um, <laughs> Man, I Feel Like a Woman is a song that opens up my Friday night Every shows Friday, yes. for the past oh, 10 yeah. years. And that
0: outfit, I got exactly what you were doing when you walked
5: in. And I'm like, the the challenge actually was denim and diamonds with a strong country flair. Oh. That's what the description said when we got our email. And so I said, strong country flair, denim and diamonds. Oh, baby, we're going to the rodeo. It's, a it's the Grand old <laughs> yeah. opera. This is Opry. Yeah. Uh, honey, yeah. I said, all right. So when we were all in the workroom. The look, Kurt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you, proud girl. Yeah, You're like, I, I know I won. Oh, I was like, let the <laughs> drop be. Let you know, the like, drop,
5: let the beat drop. Let's do this. Yep. Um, so, like, that was the direction I went. And they had you look, your makeup is beat. I mean, and they said, denim. So, I thank you. Like, like today. <laughs> I was like, denim. And I knew, I was like, everyone's going to be basic. Everyone's going to do blue jean. And I said, no, I'm going to find the brightest denim I could find. And I found Fuchsia denim. Where? in the corner of a store did, in the yeah. middle of downtown LA. I was like, what is that pink over there? And I was like, please tell me Call this is denim. denim. He was like, it is denim. And
0: nobody else in the room saw this.
5: No, oh, no, this is not on the show. This is before we got there. Oh, OK. Yes. Oh, oh, OK. So um, I brought that. I made that at home and brought it with me.
0: So what happens then? Because so they send you what the challenges are going to be. So you show prepared? Because I'm always amazed that. No. oh.
5: They don't tell you what the challenge is. They tell you what you should bring. And it's very, very vague. So it's like the the uh the description for that week's runway was denim and diamond strong country flair. Mm-hmm. That's it. So we didn't that know what the challenge like, was gonna be that week. We just know we needed a look that had to be in, within that description.
4: <clears throat> so you have some freedom there. I mean, well they,
3: they they let you know to an extent because you They don't. They can't make those lavish outfits. Well, no, no, no. no. Some of us can.
5: Some of us can. Sure. Most of it just can't. (laughs) But they want to make them. want to give you equal playing ground. Because you know, I I guess you know, for some girls, they would like for them to last in the show. Sure. And some some (laughs) people lack. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, man! We have so many questions. (laughs)
0: How, how many days does an actual challenge cover? Is it literally one day, or is it like a couple of days? See, I can't
5: tell that. Okay, so
4: you can't so tell how long that, it yeah. takes to prepare or from the time that you get that email to the show?
5: Um, you get a couple weeks. Oh,
4: okay, that's, I mean... For like you me. get... You get all- You You probably
5: can't say that. And I probably shouldn't
3: ask, noting that I've worked for World of Wonder before. Yeah, but I can. (laughs) 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 But I I imagine that if I were a spectator and speaking as I've never been an employee of World of Wonder, I think they give them, all of them, up front, so they're prepared fully when they come into. Uh-huh. I just
0: want uh, to know, like, how much time they actually have because some of the outfits that walked out are like that was
4: made professionally. Right. It was. Have you ever looked at an email and said, "Oh no," or have you looked at it and be like, "I know exactly where to start"?
5: Um, for me, when I got my emails, for when I was going to the show. I, I was ready to go. I was like, I saw it, and it was a plan of attack. I was like, all right, awesome. boom, 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 boom. I need to get You're these. You're from
4: here, so you know where to go. You know where to look. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
5: I knew great. who to call. I, I, yeah. I have my arsenal of designers that I got work with all the time. I was like, okay, boom. I got to call these people. I need to call in favors from mm-hmm. every direction I can because it's so much. One person cannot do it on their own.
4: That's in the Empire.
5: See, that's, 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 that's good to know.
0: And also, you also have some benefit. Maybe it was a benefit that it took a while for you to get cast because you've had to do this for your nightclub. Is like, oh, the theme is this. And you're like, okay, well, i got to get this together. Oh, yeah. And I know you worked for many years for free, and so you had to like make these outfits uh, for free. We have so many questions about the reality of the reality show, and I know you can say a little and not too much. Oh, um, um, well, where's the vodka? Because yeah. you know it's oh, right ah! there. I'm she spills tea the more she drinks. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's it's no secret that I love Bravo TV and I love Real Housewives of Fill in the blank. If it was Real Housewives of Guadalajara, I would watch it. Um, we have a special surprise. You know, Woody uh, was uh, on the production team for Real Housewives of Dallas. Um, you guys, uh, Kurt, do you mind if we uh, call our special guest? Carrie Duber <laughs> from Real Housewives of Dallas. Um, wow. She, she she's that. waiting. I know she's vacationing. So she maybe, is vacationing. Yeah, so maybe... I, I, I hope she's hit Did the you the sound of the... Hello?
1: Morning.
0: Oh, my there God! Is, is this Carrie? Oh. oh,
1: my God. It is. Oh, uh. my
0: God. Girl, you're on vacation, are you not?
1: Alex. Hey! You're you're on vacation. I am, I am in Cabo. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. I am. If you hear America, a mariachi band in the background, I'm sorry. That's me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in Cabo on vacation. I'm in Los Rincones.
2: Yes! Uh,
1: hey, 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 hey. Mark and I brought her down here. Woody, what are you doing? Hey, girl!
0: Hey, boo, hey! This is so crazy. Hi! Uh, Hi! Hi, <laughs> hey girl! Um, so much fun. All right. Um, before I ask you some questions, I need you to spill the tea on Woody as part of the production team. Um, how good is he on set? Oh, my gosh. Woody is fantastic. I love
1: him. He's He's wonderful. Always really she's, professional, she's and
0: even when I the he is he's that way in real life. By the way, if you have a breakup, <laughs> you text Woody. I mean, I,
3: I'll tell you one right? of the one when of the.
1: If you're having a crisis, you call the man. It's
3: no. it's true. I I tell you, like honestly, season three was such a up and down roller coaster literally Carrie and I did a roller coaster my first roller coaster ever when we were in Copenhagen yeah. together um but I just love being able to oh my tell God, it
2: was It
3: was my first roller coaster ever yeah um but I just love being able to, you know I think being yeah. a t- reality TV producer I'm able to tell stories and being able to tell Carrie's stories with her husband Mark and Zuri her amazing daughter who I love and Telling their story in Copenhagen and her family was one of the highlights of my career because ultimately my job is to tell stories, and I'm I'm privileged and honored when you have a story that means so much to somebody on the show, and it was great to see the coming together of her and her father and kind of what that lineage meant and what it meant to her family, and that was great to me. What I
0: loved was that Bravo took the time because we know Bravo loves to go from episode to what's the next drama to what's the next uh, drama. It was like a three episode arc, which right. I really appreciated because we got to we got to take that journey with you, uh, Carrie, and and as a viewer and as a fan, I love it. You know, sometimes on Bravo we got we get so wrapped up in like the throwing uh, drinks in people's faces and the cat fights. Um, right. This was right. a lot of fun. Are you still close to your family in Copenhagen?
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, I just was emailing with them yesterday, um, and they're doing really well. And it, it was just so lovely. And um, I think Woody put it perfectly that, you know, it was nice to have that ability to just go there and, and show people like, you know, I mean, what it's like and what real it was real life and, and reality and it was a really great story, and, you know, I watch it back, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is something that I'll have forever and something that I got to share with my husband and my daughter. And, mm-hmm. you know, now I have a relationship with my family in Copenhagen, and, you know, it's, it's fantastic. It really is.
0: Well, and I love Copenhagen. So uh, next time you go, uh, Woody and I are going to join, and we're going to take you to all the gay bars there. Right? <laughs> um, Carrie, I have it's to know. So much
1: fun! Copenhagen <laughs> is fantastic. Yeah, it's so much fun. Amazing food, amazing drinks, amazing atmosphere. I love it there. Um, Carrie, that
0: reunion was a little uh, was a little tumultuous. What did you do the day after the reunion um, wrapped? <laughs>
1: you know what uh, my husband and daughter has come up because it was the day the, the reunion filmed it was my nine-year wedding anniversary the day before i think the day of and my daughter's birthday Her sixth birthday was the next day and so i was like i can't not see my my you know my husband and my kiddos so they flew up um that night my husband and i had like a romantic anniversary dinner in manhattan and then the next day i took a story ice skating at rockefeller center and Went shopping, went to American Girl Ball, like, I mean, just mommed it up, like, mommed it up completely.
0: I love that. So, you know, you would think I'd be,
1: like, out, like, partying and whatever. No, I'm 42, my husband's 51, my daughter's six. I was, like, totally family, like, famine it up.
0: I would have been watching Judge Judy for 12 hours with, like, Papa John's and Panda Express. Right?
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank ca- you. Cari- like it's hard when you're over. It's like, no thanks. Like, I just want to be, like, in my pajamas in my bed.
0: That's amazing. Girl, but I'm going to take you out. Carrie, Um, I, I, it's so exciting to talk to you. I'm such a huge fan of the show. Um, Do you mind doing our rapid-fire five?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no worries. I love rapid silence. Okay. If you could kiss Mary or... I uh, got a couple of tequila shots. Oh, God. If
0: you could uh, kiss Mary or kill, or you (laughs) have to, kiss Mary, kill somebody from season three, who would they be?
1: Oh, gosh. (sighs) Kiss Brandy. mm, Mary. mm, Oh, I'm Mary Leanne and I killed Deandra. Oh,
0: Oh God. (laughs) I have a lot to say about that, but I won't. Uh, (laughs) Carrie, what is your biggest pet peeve?
1: Okay. My biggest pet peeve Um, people who aren't efficient. I'm Uh like a complete efficiency model. Like, my whole life is. Around efficiency and I can't stand people who wake my class.
3: That's why we worked uh-huh. well together. Because uh, I'm a Virgo and I'm like, let's go. Let's I'm a Virgo, time, but I'm like, the
0: least Virgo. Like uh, I must no. have been yeah, premature right? or something. Oh no, weeks. that's
3: <laughs> why that's He's why we were to go, together. Right? I was like, get Mike, let's go, let's shoot the scene. We got another scene. Like we worked very well. I'm like,
0: is there another time for a bottle before? Um right. <laughs> Carrie, I know you have a new house and that it's huge and beautiful. But let's pretend that your closet was built so small that you could only put three items
3: to keep in that closet. What are those three items? I bet you I know one of them, but I'm gonna
1: hear. I'm gonna oh my gosh! <laughs> um, I mean, probably one of my Birkins, one of my Kellys, and my favorite pair of Louboutins.
0: Oh god, girl, you're ready to go. Uh do we... I need? I <laughs>
1: yeah. don't need clothes. I just need shoes and a handbag. honey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With that body, you you are right. Yes, girl. I don't do clothes. I know that your husband cooks. He's a (laughs) consummate chef. What dish do you think that you can make better than your husband? Oh,
1: gosh. You know what? I make better pasta dough than him. I make all the homemade pasta dough. I follow Thomas Keller's recipe. I do all that myself, and I'm better.
0: You're, you're talking to the right person that's about that's pasta. Scary, right? I've never met a carb I dislike. Um, we know that you love your accessories.
1: Oh, me either,
0: oh, girl. <laughs> please look at your picture looking fine. <laughs> uh, you. We know that you love your accessories. What is one accessory every woman must spend money on?
1: I mean, for me, it's definitely handbag can shoes. Like, I, I think those are like for me the most important thing. Because, I mean, if you put a, you can, I mean, the great thing about handbags and shoes, you put a great pair of shoes, great handbags, and it doesn't even matter what you're wearing. Like, you can go to Target, put together an outfit, but if you, like, put on your Birkin or your Kelly and put on a great pair of shoes, you look fantastic.
0: I, I totally agree. It makes you feel a little bit better. And I'll be honest, if you were to do, like, a test it makes you feel better. with outfits, is, is this Target or is it, you know, product? They, would never, like, know. Uh, they would never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie, what a fun treat know. Yeah, what a fun treat to uh, have you. Um so should we expect a season four or <laughs> I mean it's you know
1: they keep me on lockdown with that stuff, but I'm sure you've seen the blogs and so forth, I mean you guys can figure it out, but you know, we have to
0: wait <laughs> to see. All right, Carrie, thank you so much. Uh let's let you get back to your vacation and I'll see you at You're Leanne's so I'll see you at Leanne's wedding. Absolutely.
3: I love you, Carrie. Give Zerzer a hug for me. Okay,
1: perfect. Love you, honey. I love Y'all you, too. have fun. I'm going to go have another margarita. Please Tell Marcus and hi. Okay. Viva la Rafa. Bye. Take care. I will. Okay. Bye, bye,
2: b- bye,
0: bye honey. So I love she, uh, how she talked about like the essential accessories. Mayhem, we got so many emails from starting out drag queens. Okay. We know it cost a lot of money. In order to even get lashes, the makeup costs money. And these are people that are working uh, many jobs. Mm-hmm. And then they have to track all their stuff to the club, maybe not get paid, maybe get $20 in tips, maybe get $100 in tips, which doesn't even pay. What is your advice to a queen that's starting out on a budget and what things should they absolutely spend their budget on? Ooh, that's a good
5: uh, You know, that is a really good one. Um, I never get asked that. I always get, oh, what kind of advice do you give a new queen? Mm-hmm. This, no, this is very Because th- I, I got many emails about this. These are this. the tools. Yeah. yeah. What a, a a drag queen must a list of must. I would say that you will want to invest in at least one good costume, at least one, um, because you can use that that costume for a number, and you can repeat that number over and over and over, and you can make your money back from investing mm-hmm. in that costume. So let's just say that costume costs you two hundred dollars you can go do a couple shows and you will make that back. Mm-hmm. And so then you okay. have the money now to go and invest in another good costume. So that's how, you just have to build up your your arsenal, I call it. You know, your closet is your arsenal when it comes to a drag a drag queen because what you bring out of that closet mm-hmm. is what you're taking to a stage yeah. and that's what's gonna get you some money. So you have to invest money into your drag because if you don't look the part, people are not going to tip you. Mm-hmm.
4: That takes a talent in and of itself, I mean, really, that you have to know all of those things about what people are going to want, what works best for you.
5: A lot of people think that you need a lot, and you don't need a lot. You just need quality things. You just need something that uh looks good. So have one good wig, one good outfit, one, you know, have you don't have to have the most expensive things. Just have it look good. And have it fit
4: well. Do some yeah, do some things actually make you, that you're wearing make you feel better or different than something that you might wear the night before? Like do you have something that brings more of you out, more mayhem?
5: <laughs> My lashes. <laughs> Girl, her so lashes was, came out, the out lashes. of the womb before she,
0: before she did. It's like the doctor's like, we have lashes I will not do drag
5: <laughs> if I do not have lashes or oh. if I don't have nails. Ah. Those are the two things that I need that completes the whole thing for me.
4: So, without lashes, would you say? Are I, like, you I'm quiet? rocking no wig. And a yeah, lot of people no. would think, no, you have to have a wig. Oh my no. God, you're a drag queen. You have Until a... now? Oh, no, no, no. no. And no idea there's no wig. It's still Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm,
0: I'm sitting right here and it's so gorgeous. Yeah. It reminds me of that episode of Queer Eye uh, where you guys went into, uh, and we're going to tie this all together. This is how good I am. Um, it was about a religious uh, mom um, and she had lost her hair to cancer, mm. and Queer Eye. Team made her feel good. They just reshaped the hair a little bit, and, but she was gorgeous, but it was dealing with religion versus faith, because they are two different things, yeah. mm-hmm. versus sexual identity um, and what we consider beauty. Um, and I loved what you guys did w- w- with that episode. When you guys prepare for an episode, who determines what what direction to go into um, some episodes are just fun, and it's like, oh, it's a marriage proposal. It doesn't have the weight of this religious yeah.
3: heaviness. Highly sure. sensitive.
4: Sure. Yeah.
3: I mean, you know, every producer was assigned different episodes. You know, so I did not produce that episode, although I admire that episode greatly. But uh, if I can use some uh, an example that's kind of similar, um, Skyler is the episode for me where I said. This is this is what I'm meant to do, and Skyler was uh, <coughs> is my transgendered male, who uh, transgender guy who was on the show, season two, uh, who got a makeover from the guys. <coughs> First day, production meeting, had all the heroes on the wall, and they said we had a transgendered male, and I said I want to do the episode. And my boss said, why? And I said, because Wendy Williams called me a douchebag because I called her out on her transphobic comments and I want to prove her wrong. Hmm. And my boss said, okay, you can do that episode. And I became so close and bonded with Skylar because I felt like as a gay man, we didn't do enough. We don't do enough for our trans brothers and sisters. And I've felt that for a long time. And I've heard that from a lot of my uh, gay brothers and sisters. There's where, a divide. There is yeah, there is a, divide. There's there's a, there's a there's a weird there's divide, a divide that in that, that community. We, correct. It's, yeah, itself, where we yeah. where we don't necessarily talk about it, but we should.
0: I am a part of it. Part of it is ignorance and I've I've done my part to try to educate myself. Sure. But there is a split. Yeah. Like gay mm-hmm. guys are like, well it's our fight,
3: not 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 their fight. Right. And it's like But it's our fight. That's that's that where takes that's education correct. and conversations like yes. this. Correct. And so for me, when I when I met Skylar, we met at a Thai food restaurant that was a part of a gas station. Oh my god, Thai food sounds so good. And It was, right? <laughs> Spring rolls, all day. Uh, but we met and we just became really close. And I be- and I got that notion of being like, I can do something special with this episode. Especially because as we went into production, we realized that the show was gonna go live in 180 countries and we had an opportunity to do wow. something very special with the show. And Skylar and I became great. So if you watch the episode, we became very close. Still to this day, we text every day. That's my brother. I love him. And if you watch the episode, the first four minutes of the episode is footage of him having his top surgery. Mm. And the reason that is a part of the show is because of the relationship I cultivated with Skyler. Because (laughs) Skyler called me and said, would you guys, and called my executive producer and was like, would you guys want to film this? And after having many conversations, I said, it doesn't make sense for me to go in there with a the camera crew because it feels so invasive and it feels like what is the audience gonna think? Mm-hmm. Like I went in there with a the sound guy and I went in there with a the camera guy and like, but that's really like, we're TV. Trying to produce we, it. you know, but it we felt more real because I filmed that on an iPad, and it was me in Ooh, full wow. medical garb. And everything you saw oh, in that wow. first four minutes was something I filmed. And he probably
0: needed you to be there too.
3: Correct the mutual support we had. And that's what that's what I love about the, sh- the these kind of shows, the, the the message that we're able to cultivate with bridging the gaps of just within our own community, mm-hmm. you
5: know,
1: like
3: you, that's that's what's so great about
5: it. Because our community is so divided. De- Correct, which yeah. I hate. Yeah.
3: You know, like it really Burns my biscuit twinks like versus seniors muscle boys versus bears
0: yeah. you know it's so like yeah. we have to have a bear party no let's have a party and yeah, you yeah. know let's yeah. see yeah. Let, let's see who comes yeah. and and that's what I love about queer eye and the work that you do is that you are able to bring that heart, and we as gay men bring a bring a little something else to it yeah. um toqua, I want to know how Daquan is different than Mayhem. Uh, We're talking about... That's
3: a question I've always wanted to ask. Because, you know,
0: we're talking about who we are, and you're able to work behind the scenes. You were in front of the camera for a while, but you're able to work that in. You know, you're out and proud, and you're working with the city of Palm Springs. Hello, I couldn't be more out if I tried. But your persona is Mayhem, and people think that they know who Mayhem is. Oh, yes. But who is Daquan? And how is that different than Mayhem?
5: Um, it's so weird because in the beginning of me doing drag, I was very adamant about um Dwan and Mayhem, completely different things. Do not confuse the two, don't call me, you know, with she and he, you know, you have to keep it very, very separate. And then I was like, why am I doing that? And I'm like, this is so stupid because I'm the same person. Mm-hmm. Mayhem is just an extension of who Duwan is.
0: But right, that's the extension. Kurt, can you play the, the, the video while we talk about this? It's the extension though. It's not how you wake up. It's not how you go to bed. It's not how you go to the laundromat. It's not, if you do. Like, I don't know that about you because your social media, everything is mayhem. Is that more you?
5: When you're Um,
4: behind the lashes?
5: No, I think, um, it's not like, you know, some people are like, oh, I put on the character. It's not a character. It's it's truly myself. Um, It's just the, the little boy in me that, when I was younger, wanted to be fabulous. You know that would watch Shira and, and and watch. You know, no, Shira. Of, like, yes. It's coming back,
0: by the way. Isn't it looks terrible. Like, no, 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 no. no. Oh, it I'm, looks I'm awful. really over these reboots yes, of everything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I just damn, bring, bring the classics. Back. I was like, damn it. P.S. here's the video that that we're playing. Oh yeah. my god,
5: uh, one of my makeup tutorials. Oh yes. Um, Come on, bland. Oh. Uh, well, you know, I had to teach the kids something.
0: But I know that, like, when you first started going to the clubs, like, you even called yourself. You're like, oh, I looked a little thug, and you know, this, this is what I was doing.
5: I, I when I, when I first came out, I was like, okay, I went during I, high school and stuff. I was, I went straight acting, and, you know, I was just like, no, 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 I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not that. I'm a, I'm a dude, you know, and. I wanted to carry that over and then once I like came out I was like I don't have to keep that on me that I could take that weight off I don't have to be this this alpha male dude you know like oh my god I have to be this this stereotypical black guy like no, I could be me, and so I let that go, and then I embraced all the gay of me, and I was yeah. like, "Give me the glitter! I'm going to be wearing all the glitter in the in the crop tops." And baby, I did it all. I was so. That gay. was Morgan. <laughs> you learned how to. It act. was Morgan. She was a huge influence on but my my Scott gayness.
4: <laughs> so you kind of learned the skill of acting from, yeah, from that's, young age, really.
5: Yeah, because I had to hide all yeah. my all my life, you know, especially being. Uh, uh, a gay man of color it, mm-hmm. it is very different because, you know, especially at home, like I, I could not right. be the person I wanted right. to be. I had to put on this facade of, all right, lower your voice. Yeah. Keep um, stand up and straight. Riverside is in Palm Springs. Oh, God, Even it's no. very
4: close. It's still no, 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 family no. oriented. And- but
0: it's funny when you go to Palm Springs, you have people like, oh, well, I'm not out and I'm visiting from Riverside. You know that's right. that's like a big yeah. thing, and I know mayhem. Like your family coming out story is not it's not roses. Oh no, there was a few nights that you were not at home, um, and there was religion involved. Yes, uh, but things are okay now.
5: Oh my gosh, things are it's so it's so amazing how time and exposure really changes things. Me coming out to my family and exposing exposing them to my mm-hmm. my life and, and the way that I was, and not hiding it anymore from them really helped them grow yes. and it opened their eyes because they were for a long time against everything that I had, anything I was doing they just didn't want no part of it
4: because they didn't know you yet and right? well and their religion told
5: them everything yeah. they had believed yeah you yeah my yeah. family was just very time. religious family and you know I I'm. I'm a religious person too. I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I tell people, well, I'm a gay Christian and I'm not ashamed of that. Um, you can still be both. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people think that you have to pick one or the other. You have you really should know, like, So wrong. Yeah,
4: you yep. can be both.
5: And yeah. so like, you know, now my family is completely different. They celebrate my, my, they celebrate mayhem, I think, more than I do. My my It was so funny. My dad had a, a friend over uh, one day and I was there at the house and his friend came in and was like, hey mayhem. And I was like, and it, it had, it, it did it click at first because I'm so used to everyone calling me Mayhem. And I was like, wait, I'm in my mom and dad's house. And <laughs> someone just said Mayhem. And I'm, like, looking at him. And I'm like, what did you just say? He's like, oh, my God, I was watching you on that show. And, oh, my God, you That's on that RuPaul show. It's so funny. And, then, and so you're so pretty. And, and I'm like, "That's what? Awesome. And my dad was like, yeah, my son's pretty cool. <laughs> and I was awesome. like, oh, my God.
0: And I know, like, you ran into <laughs> wow. your dad and, like, one of your first, like, when you were first doing drag years ago. Yes. Like that was the night of the big,
5: the, the the big night, fight. The night that me and my family had our, our <laughs> tumultuous uh, divide was I went home and drag one night. It was uh, Halloween. And I knew they were all asleep. I was like, oh, it's midnight. Everyone's asleep. I can run in the house, grab something really quick, head to the after party. Run in the house, grab my stuff, come in down the stairs, and I meet my dad Ooh. head on and he's like what the what is and i'm like oh my god oh my god so i try to like jet past him and he like blocks me he's like what is going on what are you wearing why do you look like this and my mom wakes up and she's like what are you doing why would you do this and i'm just like it's just a costume it's just it's, it's halloween i'm just did it and they're like how do you disrespect our house like this and and it just escalated from there and just kept getting worse and worse, and just built up to the point where it was I had to leave the house oh. and i um I ended up leaving. I got in my friend's car, we went back to the club, and you I went first and I was like, I I'm gonna dance uh. and I'm gonna just dance this off and have me a good old time and mm-hmm. have my cocktails. Then lights went up, everyone left, and then I realized, oh wait, I have nowhere to go. <laughs> what am I gonna do and then that's when uh uh I, I always say my angel showed up and m- my dear friend showed up and pulled over and was like, "What are you doing?" Because I was just walking down the street and I was like, "I guess I'm gonna go to the local park and just go like oh, sleep on the bench and try to figure this out." And he was like, "No, no, 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 you're gonna get in this car and we're gonna figure this out together." And and he saved my life that night.
4: Wow!
0: Look who you are now. You know we had Wilson Cruz on the show last week, and you know he spent a long time homeless. Uh, with his family, and these are the stories that we don't hear from people that, you know, we think, oh, such a glamorous life mm-hmm. that it comes from this, mm-hmm. and we're not all lucky to come out in a very supportive uh, life. Thank yeah. you for sharing
5: that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to shed a tear. You better stop. Totally.
0: <laughs> but, but here's here's the reality, and as a reality TV producer, you know, there there is reality behind anybody mm-hmm. who's on camera. Whether it's manufactured, whether we're flipping a table, whether on Real Housewives of Dallas, there's... This is who we are. And that was authentic. Though. Yeah, that was, that was. That was yeah. God, you shouldn't and have been And people
4: can off. relate to what you just said, I think, more than, you know, skipping over all of that, you know? Hearing your story is, is really inspiring. Um, well,
5: there's many more. Trust. <laughs>
0: Kurt, uh, let's take a peek at, <laughs> at Mayhem, walking into the room and surprising us all oh, God, what? in season 10.
5: Guess
0: who finally decides to crash the party? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Ba-boom. All right, that—that's how we, we need that, that, that little uh, kick up. Aww. I'm sure filming that must have been kind of lonely too, because you—you—you you, you kind of are cut off.
5: You're definitely cut off from the world. It is uh, as much as I thought I was going to be prepared for it because of everything my friends have shared with me with their experiences. It. All that went out the door. I got there and it was like, oh my God, what am I getting myself into? Mm -hmm. And it was scary, um, but I knew it was finally my moment. And I had to really get into that moment and live in it and make sure that I would not regret making that choice.
0: I've been talking about loneliness on the show because every picture up for Best Picture nomination dealt with some central figure that was lonely, from mm. Bohemian Rhapsody to mm-hmm. Green Book uh, to all the others. Um, and Woody, you left your West Hollywood nightlife club promotion, um, and then you're gone at months at a time on projects that you can't even talk about. Mm-hmm. Then you come back to West Hollywood, a community that you helped build, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then you're like, oh... I don't know who these new kids are mm. and <clears throat> nobody cares like if I'm there cuz they they don't know the history that I've set up for this. Mm. There's that type of loneliness when you come home, but there's also that loneliness when you're on the road and you're like, "Hours. We have pictures of you in the control room where you're like in pajamas just like <clears throat> like watching footage and like editing." That's
3: me holding one of my cast members' dogs.
0: <laughs> Ransom probably. It's yeah. like <laughs> Where's my breakfast?
3: That's Stephen and I. Uh, we I uh, helped produce a thing for Will and Grace. Yes, I And I, I got all these talk, hot guys. So, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. There's me and all the Queer Eye guys. Yeah, I mean, I... Aww. That's all my BT Ooh. Hustle, and Brooklyn cast. I mean, you know, the thing is that I get very lucky because I'm able to forge <clears throat> relationships with a lot of different people, which I love, which is the whole core, like, you're talking about a kid at nine years old who was selling angels in a Walmart for Make-A-Wish Foundation. Like, I just, my mother let me volunteer when I was a little kid because I just wanted to be around people.
4: Wow. So
3: I I think that that helped kind of cultivate um, who I became as an adult, Where and, and as a storyteller because I just love people. I love being around people. And I love being able to tell stories. I I think that naturally, obviously, dedicating my life to everyone else's life obviously becomes lonely at times. Mm. Um, But the satisfaction that I have from doing what I do is that I get to help change people's lives and stories. I mean, I'll use two examples. Stephanie from Real Housewives of Dallas. Her and I sat down for an interview, I did her interviews towards the start of the season, she talked about her uh, suicide or attempt. Mm. And she hadn't really talked about that in previous seasons, but she felt comfortable enough with me in an interview Mm -hmm. where she talked about it. And we were able to use that interview to cover scene work that we did. And um, that was a big thing for me. When I talk about a show called Thick in the Water that I did for Bravo for three seasons, Um, There was a cast member named Cyrene who was 21 who was raped while she was in college. And her and I had cultivated such a relationship that she, as a black girl from the South, whose family owned a Baptist church, was able to talk about on national television with her parents about her being raped. I helped make that happen. And I say that not because of ego. I say that because it's the truth and I was able to help tell those stories, and that to me is why I do my job, and that's to me why I sacrifice so much of my life to help others, because I understand the social impact that we're able to have as producers. Mm -hmm. Not only that, because we help excel and help cast members Mm -hmm. be the best versions of Mm themselves on television.
0: Which I love, and let's be honest, Mm -hmm. producers uh, get the least recognition. You know, it's like they actually make the day-to-day happen True. and, you know, uh, you fulfill the director's vision, everything. Yeah. But there's that loneliness aspect to it. Yeah. Um, thank you, Woody. Thank you. Um, I, I do have to comment. Uh, Kurt, pull up one of his older pictures. Um, part of your journey also is is part of your health and uh, when, when you were younger.
3: Uh, yeah, there it is. Crazy.
0: I want to know how you keep up. Working out and and diet, like, when working on a project. When I'm working on a project, all I want is greasy food. If Uh I've been working (laughs) 16-hour days, I just want that. And maybe a little...
5: Or when not working on a project. (laughs) Either Either way. Either way.
0: You got curves all in the right places. My curves go in the wrong places. Like, no, it's not supposed to be there.
5: I mean, you
3: know, at my heaviest, I weighed... 648 pounds. That's, um, that's a reality just, show right there, by the way. I know. Well, it's already exists. It's called my 600 pounds. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. um, You know, I, I think the thing is, is that I feel very blessed on every level. A lot of people told me I wouldn't be where I am, as I'm sure you have experienced in your mm-hmm. life. Um, I don't take those words for granted I, I I actually thrive off of them you know my sister got diagnosed with cancer I got YOLO tattooed on my arm because I one thing that she said during her chemotherapy was that she looked up to me because she always said you were the brother who was always like who cares you have one life to live like go out like who cares like do it do it like do it like when she was going through chemotherapy I was like let's go do this let's go do that let's do this and she was like no I'm I'm sick. Like, I can't do that. And I wanted to, like, encourage her to do more. But I think the thing is, is that for me, I think that I came into West Hollywood when I was still a little bigger. I was 250, 250. And we know in West Hollywood terms, um, just shoot yourself and you know fall off a cliff. Yeah, which isn't. Yeah, exactly. But I became so respected, and I became, uh, within years, I became one of the top promoters in West Hollywood, and I proved to people that there was that you didn't need to be six pack abs. And a gorgeous smile, and this and that. And it's and a nice like, difference, by the way. One hundred percent, which is oh, why you I you can think... have a conversation?
5: Yes Correct. I can. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, which is why I think that I did so well. Yeah, it is why. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And it, that's not blowing smoke on my own ass. That's just saying the the, the difference of what promoters were at that time mm-hmm. when we started Stripper Circus and when we started Garage and we started. I think
0: it's races. it's still kind of there. Um, you guys, the show has, has been pretty heavy I and agree. serious. It's like so Usually good. the show is like, let's get drunk and let's talk shit. About I, well, we can still get home. drunk,
5: though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, man, but no, I think this is really important because you guys are, are sharing things that viewers and listeners need to hear. And I know even in the drag world, you know, when there's the big queen, it's like, okay, there's the token big queen. Oh, yes. And it's like, let's see how far they go. And does... RuPaul's Drag Race really want the winner to be a plus size because there's a lot with that and I have to say there's a lot with in terms of energy in terms of ability and dancing that's the health part of it but then there's also like body positive of course I'm body positive talk about some of the body issues and even some of the racism that exists in the drag world not just on the show
5: oh my gosh and
0: now that it's on VH1 it's like oh my gosh it's like the the Disney version it's oh, really? weird
5: because like once now being on the show, it's amplified now, and so there's always been an underlined racism racism in drag.
0: And you're very honest about this in your post in your in your conversations.
5: Um, as a black queen, you know I, I fortunately you're black. <laughs> well, I tell everyone I'm dark white. Okay, <laughs> i was gonna say I don't know how
0: how you got cast on this show. I'm I'm just dark white.
5: Um, I. As, a, as, a, as a, a black queen in Southern California, when I first started, there were maybe like, two queens that worked regularly, and actually had um, could make a living off of doing drag. It was only like two. And everyone else was white. Mm. And so it was like, oh my god, you, there's only room for those two girls. You're never gonna get a spot. And I got my shot, and I got in, and I've been working ever since. And there, and ever, ever since then, you know, there has been doors that have been open for other queens of color to work and be able to make a living doing drag. But it's not very many. You know, it's not. It, it's, it's, it's complicated, but at the same time, like, it's weird because when you take it from just a local level and then you get to a grander scale, like when it gets to drag race, it's the same. You know, is there's this this thing with the fandom that they don't recognize you if you're a queen of color. They don't give you that love like they do the other girls. If you're a thin white girl, they live. These girls have millions of followers, but if you're a talented That's queen true. of color and a talented one, <laughs> you you don't have that follow that followership.
0: Well, you have to be talented, oh. number one, to even make the radar.
5: You, you have to do twice as much
3: what do you what do you think is conjoined between the the drag race fans and people of color wait, wait what that's that? a lo- that's a very loaded question that's yeah what question. do you what do you think is it, what what disconnects drag race fans and people of color because I, even going from like it, let's say I use on a small scale going to events at Mickey's for the most part to me I see people that are not white at those events. Well
5: <laughs> well, now that takes it to a different place. Oh because, I know because you guys because I I'm in love you, with you this said, show by the way, because we never at at get lo- this deep. At a knows. local club you said that you see only the Queens of Color working more so than other girls. And that's No because, no, no, no no no,
3: that's not what I'm saying. I'm okay. saying the
5: audience. Oh. Yes. Well,
3: I'm I don't doing see this that way. Ma- 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 Okay, well, different. maybe it's it's probably different for me. Different for you because you that stage. way.
5: Um, because especially when it comes to like working at Mickey's, I see it as a mixed crowd. Mm-hmm. I, I see Mickey's they're...
0: has become very mixed uh, in the last two years. Yeah, I agree. it's yeah. It,
5: it's very different now than it was before. Before, sure. Sure. Um, how is
4: it for performers
5: though? Performers wise, I think it's mixed as well. Oh, it is okay. Good. Um, so it's reflective of the overall. Yeah, because oh, yeah,
3: the women on stage are like
5: yeah, because we we do have a good range and diversity in the cast mm-hmm. in all our shows in West Hollywood to be honest there there is diversity now and there is good representation um, more so than what it has in the past couple years so I
3: guess my question is where is the disconnect for the audience to the stage
5: hmm. with the audience it, it it's Don't,
3: I know it's putting you in the hot seat <laughs> not <laughs> only is. I know. It's, that's the producer in me. I'm like, you. if you were Kyle Richards in the
5: seat, I would ask you the same question. Oh, Kyle Richards wouldn't be able to say. Yeah, she wouldn't, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Because, you know, I, I have been an audience member, and I've been on the stage, so I, I can speak from both ends. The
0: first time you went in drag, you were an audience member.
5: Yes yeah, you know, I was, I'm are a your fan sisters, I'm right? a fan of drag, where So like, oh, I need to be up. There. I, I love drag. but you know, with the audience, it's it's different sometimes because I think um, sometimes they can't relate to entertainers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think right. that's where some of the disconnect is. How mm-hmm. would you use the word respect? Um, they don't know the there is a there is a lack of, a lack of respect, especially nowadays before. There was a reverence when it came to drag, yeah. and and people that went to drag shows adored the queens, and they would show them, you know, right. all the admi- a- admiration. Now people look at us as, you know, sideshows, and we're we're just these people that they could prop and prod at, and Which and is, it, it, yeah. it's it's ridiculous because, um, they think because there's they have familiarity with it now because yeah. it's on TV. And they see drag all the time. They're like, Oh, well, you're just the clown at the club that we can mess around with. But the level and of they
4: performance has gone up. Yeah. So the 100%. levels
5: have
0: gone up. But also they can Special hide behind right, yeah. they can hide behind their keyboards and send you a nasty message yeah. oh, baby. on Power Instagram, this, yeah. YouTube, oh, you whatever. Kidding? They can attack you. But it's not them. Because if you were to see somebody at the club walk up and be like and you're like, "Look at you. I mean, right, it's this
5: weird half the people that do send those messages because I clap back at first I yeah. th- which I wouldn't do it no, but mm-hmm. but I love but now I do because I think it's important because it lets everyone else know, especially mm-hmm. within those threads, yes." That I'm not that type of person that you think mm-hmm. you can run right, over right. and you can say whatever the hell you want to yeah. say. Absolutely fucking Don't not.
4: give a coward the power. No, no, you no. Know?
5: You don't get the. You don't have power to take away my happiness. Right. You can't get. I'm or not going to allow you to have the power to make me feel less than. There you go. Because I already tell myself that I'm a beautiful person. I know that I'm mm-hmm. a beautiful person, and I. Oh, of <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, you. Yeah. So I'm not going to give you that because why am I going to give right. you that? Who are you? You're right. some person in the. Middle of nowhere, thinking that exactly. you're gonna steal my shine that I worked my hard, yeah. my hard ass for. Yeah. So I years I'm nothing, and years, years and years right. and years. So like I, I, I don't, I don't let them, I don't let yeah. them do that no more. I, okay. I read them the filth, and I let, I give it about twenty minutes so everyone could get a good look, and people could screenshot it, and then oh. I delete and block those people. <laughs> I let them have them. Like let me read you the filth because you thought you could say that to me. Yeah. And let everyone drag you for a little bit and then you're out of my life. Right. right. Half those people though, they do respond back and they be like, "Oh my god, you responded to me." And it's like you just they just want a reaction from oh, you true. because they want to be That's seen. That's a whole as game well. of cyberbullying. Yeah. They, they, they they just want to be seen. Right. They right. want to be noticed by someone that has, you know, some level right. of celebrity and it's sad because mm-hmm. they will go to the lengths of trying to drag you down. Exactly. And then and you get to a too. place of ugliness yeah. that you want to react to right. them and it's it's so it's so stupid. Mayhem, yeah. I think
0: you're such a foundation of strength in so many different levels.
5: Thank you. Like Thank you've been much on much
0: reality TV. You've survived, uh, you've survived years of, of this business. It, this business and you're so positive. is probably
5: the hardest business I think I've ever experienced. Yeah. A lot of people think show business is hard, but gay show business, <laughs> <laughs> drag show business, is so cutthroat and it's so hard because people judge you even more so, because... It's 100% looks. It, have you it's ever all about it? you, what, the right. way you look like. Yep. And, 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 and people will drag you to the ends of the earth.
4: <laughs> have you ever been surprised by somebody that maybe you were maybe in competition with that kind of turned around and showed a human side? You know? Because you kind of were going through the same experience. Fake human with, side like Eureka? But maybe it's a real one.
3: Honey, she is dropping <laughs> bombs tonight. You know. She is
0: Vietnam. I know, this is every show. They I show don't hide anything. What am, am I ever going to compete? No. Eureka?
4: Right, but you can detect authenticity, I think, right? Episode one, I knew this wasn't real.
5: It's easy to see what's real and what's not. Right, right. For some people, I don't understand. Some people are very (laughs) blind, and they they can't see through it. And I crack up about it, because I'll go on my Instagram Live sometimes, and I'll be like, y'all stupid. Y'all really read into Mm -hmm. all this. I'm like, you're being played. You're being so played. I'm like, it's not real.
0: You guys... I cannot believe this episode has come and gone. You guys have to come back for part two. Oh, my God. I'd love to. Love to. We're going to do rapid fire, which is really fun. Okay. Uh, real fast. Uh, let's uh, say hello to our sponsors. Uh, we already said hello to Vista Grande. I'm getting a room Hi, sponsors.
5: I cannot wait because I've never stayed at a resort in Palm Springs. There's literally two pools. <gasps> okay, on I lied. I, 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 lie. I used to, to hop a fence you. at one of the resorts. <laughs> which one?
4: <laughs> Why am I Exile? not surprised? By back that. in the day. Exile? Oh, yeah.
5: yeah. They used to leave the door open. We would, we would, Well, we would leave the door open. You probably got an STD climbing that fence, girl. Me and Morgan, (laughs) we would (laughs) hop the fence, get a rock, and leave the door open so other people can just wander in, and we would start our parties there. Morgan. (laughs) Uh,
0: Do you know your Bearworth? Using apparel as a tool to lift your spirits and build confidence, they offer tons of fun clothing, accessories, backpacks, even pillows, and towels for men of every shape and size. Visit them at uh, bearworth.com. Boop, boop Are you guys ready for rapid fire? Yes, uh, I'm down. I'm okay, right, I'm and then right. afterwards you give your handles. Everyone's gonna fight. Yes. Who wants to go
3: first? Uh, who cares? Let's go. Let's. Can we do it in a circle? Are they all the no. same questions? No, they're not. There's no this circle jerk, jerk, circle jerk yeah. Okay, I'm gonna point to him because he hasn't spoke much. So let's go. Jeff, mm-hmm. worst date ever. Oh, god. oh my god. Worst Good date. one. You know
0: it's been like name years. drop. With that guy. Name drop. Not with that guy. <laughs> No, he doesn't even know where
5: he's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, the, he's <laughs> like, I was here for Sean Cody. I don't know.
5: <laughs> oh, we will audition you. Yeah, yeah. sure. What, well, there's a disappointed room. That's
0: why you're here. No, I'm
4: kidding. I'm kidding.
0: I'm in love with Mayhem. The by way. Way. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> have some trouble in Palm Springs. By the oh, oh my god, I cannot
4: wait. We're gonna have so much fun. Yeah. The worst date was probably going out with somebody who thought it was a date and mm. it wasn't a date. Oh yeah, that's bad. Yeah. How did like,
3: you not let them
0: know that? Because he's I, nice and flirty with everybody. I, I just, uh, yeah, that's just... Oh, we have problems. Blinders, Okay, that. most overrated 80s band? Duran Duran. I agree.
4: Really? Oh, wow.
0: Most embarrassing song on your playlist?
4: I Kissed a Girl. I love
0: Katie that song. I love yeah. that song. It's really? oh. love that song. No, Strangest habit? Strangest habit? Besides Doritos and Micheladas.
4: Oh. Um, hmm... He always I, does them. I documentaries. I love watching like old, oh. like like Nazi documentaries. Really, <laughs> because of Trump. Because of Trump. <laughs> was, ancient similarities. Amens? Do you
0: watch ancient? Amens? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. watch
4: ancient. Thir- like thirteen or 14, 14 okay. seasons. Yeah. You
0: are opening a new club in Palm Springs. Since you are the Palm Springs socialite, what is your club called?
4: God, that's a really good one. Um,
0: yeah, that's why I, my name's on
4: the banners. Um do I get a guest list? Guestless.
5: <laughs> That's, That's a good, good name. Guessless. Yeah, but you
4: stole it from from hers. I was inspired. <gasps>
0: mayhem yeah. inspired. Uh, I've been in nightlife uh, all my life what? So. How many drag queens are inspired by your look? And it's like you're just copying. Too many. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. it's guestless
4: with a mayhem night or week or
0: mm, yeah. guestless. Okay, mm. Jeff. Where can our viewers and listeners find you?
4: Um, I'm on Facebook, Jeff Denine Jones. That's pretty much. I'm there all the time, even when probably I shouldn't be on there. So yeah. Yeah, Please I've spot. seen you active at interesting hours. <laughs> sure.
0: And you guys, come uh, look at the Walk of the Stars, the next dedication. Yeah. You can meet Jeff in person and come yeah. see us. And celebrity. come to
4: LGBT Days, uh, Cathedral City coming yes, up. Yes, I'll yeah. be there. Cat- yeah. Saturday uh, afternoon. Yes. Do
0: they know that by CC- the afternoon I'll be like, mm-hmm. No, I think they'll
5: Been there once. <laughs> what time are you going
2: to
0: I'm on it. I've walked walk the trails
5: there
4: before. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a good All one. you the trails.
3: I Who's next? I'll go because I always put ladies last. Well. Oh. I mean in a good way.
5: Well <laughs> if? Like I like I like to finish last. Because <laughs> so I want like yeah. to I be
3: respectful. Me. Me. She deserves to go last. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> best for last. She's <laughs> the real the Best yeah. For yeah. Okay. Okay. I last, let me have my moment. Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: why Are you I meant. single? <laughs> I am single. Okay. Do you wanna be single or not? No, I don't.
0: I actually got this question a few different ways. Is it hard to date? Are you single? Uh, I'm looking going <laughs> After the show. Okay. <laughs> or part two we'll show. We'll talk. Woody, yes. what would your real housewife tagline be? Oh my God. I get Ooh. asked this all the time. Oh, then you should have There it was ready.
3: something. It was... Um, one of my segment producers came up with this. It was like... Oh God. It's called rapid fire. Kurt has to go home. I know. Fire. Fire. Sorry. It's like... um. Down. It's something like... My name may may. Uh, oh God, let me just, Hold on may one cause second. You no, no, no. My name may include wood, and that's because I start your fire. Oh, oh. that's
0: pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, on Queer Eye, who was the biggest diva? Jonathan Van Ness, one hundred percent. I think he I love. Think so. I love him. The pieces, but he, yeah. yeah. Worst fashion trend you fell victim to. Um Ted Allen, swear to god, true story. Season 1 of Top Chef, Ted Allen was a special guest and I was in charge of judges and I had a buttoned up shirt with a sweater vest and I had my buttoned up shirt over the sweater vest and he was like, "Why do you have your sweater why do you have your shirt over your sweater vest? It should be tucked." Underneath? That's the worst. That was the worst. I've, otherwise, I don't. I don't. I just go with the trends. Okay. I don't think I would do anything else worse. I wear a lot of hoodies, but that's about it. That's cool. I love hoodies. Guilty pleasure
0: TV show. Since you're in TV, like oh, when you sit down, you're like, I don't have to work on it. I just want to watch it.
3: Um. Well, I watch everything because I think it makes me a better Ooh, producer. Yes. But I, one hundred percent. But I will say probably. Probably Vanderpump Rules. Because <sighs> that <laughs> show is so horrible, show. and I f- oh, love No, we can't show. say that. I know, I said effing. No, we said love f-in. them. Yes, I love them. No, 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 I'm saying, that's why I'm like, it's my guilty pleasure. because They're I awful. Them. I know, but I love them. Jax Taylor blocked me on Twitter. Don't know why. <laughs> oh, well. No if you were pitching a show to Bravo, what would it be about? Hmm. Um... I want to do, no joke, true story. I'm trying to make it happen. I want to do Seattle Housewives. Ooh,
1: I what about I full do... of rain and Coffee? What about no, Palm Springs? I want to do,
3: I think that no, but Palm Springs oh, would never wait happen. Wait a minute. Gang. No, no, no. But would never happen. I can't three. talk about it. Oh, no. Maybe. I'm going to talk to you about it. But this. I'm telling you, I think that because Seattle has tech. They have the coffee and they have football that we could get, find a very well-rounded. And a high they rate also of have suicide.
4: I would fall asleep. You know, a I high rate of suicide. That. Yes. How about
0: real answer. suicide? Oh, actually, I'm gonna get hate me. <laughs> no. yes. yeah, yeah.
4: Stop. Send your email to I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Woody, where can view viewers and listeners find you? Well, everyone can follow me on social media at Hollywoody on Twitter. Just like Barack Ooh. Obama follows me. Thank you. What? And uh, what? at Hollywoody. Hollywoody. Sure oh my does. gosh, what about Michelle? she doesn't but oh like no she knows what's happening yeah she knows what's happening uh, yeah, uh at at uh, uh, at Woody Woodback on Instagram and you know just i love awesome. you guys thank you so much for having Holly me. i Woody. really appreciate it of, of course <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: you need to survive on an island you can only take two other queens from RuPaul season oh, 10 God, who great. are they not who you like who is going to help you survive
5: Ah, oh. uh, uh, survivor with two bitches from season 10 just to survive not that you like Um, Cracker and... God, what would Cracker do? She's very, very crafty. And she, you know (laughs) what, and Blair. Cracker and Blair. Blair. Kind of have like a no one show knows this, but Blair ha- used to bring a notebook to every every day to set, and it was a notebook that she had of RuPaul's Drag Race from season one Whoa. to nine. Oh, I didn't notes know that. And, Oh yeah, she she's very 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 like good about she's remembering uh, things. Well,
0: yeah. Least favorite makeup step you have to do to do drag. Oh,
5: oh my god, my eyebrows.
0: Oh, ce- celebrity crush.
5: Oh God! There's so many. (laughs) Just one, because I have to pee. This is why I'm bouncing up and down. Um, I would say right now. um,
4: Sound of pouring water.
5: Kellen Lutz. Mm.
4: I said celebrity. (gasps) Oh, you are so
5: shady. After
0: a night of performing, what is your ritual when you get home?
5: Oh, after a night, you guys have to pee so bad. My ritual is, uh, I tacos. Oh.
0: (laughs) What would you say to Mayhem yeah. Miller one year of doing drug? After one year of doing drug. Go back in time. Wait, what? After, go back in time. What, you guys, I have to pee my ah!
5: go, when you're back in drag? Yep. What would I say? Yep. Uh, keep doing it.
0: You guys, we'll see you next Tuesday. Next week, we have uh, Tony Award winner Francis Ruffell from Les Miserables. We'll see you. Ooh, ooh. Come look at our pictures on Instagram. I have to go pee. Yay! Yay. I have to go pee. <laughs> This has been On The Rocks with Alexander, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at OnTheRocksOnAir.
2: See you next Tuesday!